3: Welcome in, Rob Black in your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Happy 2015, January 9th to you. Mm, markets open stronger, already started to pull back a little bit. S&P 500 down 7, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 84, the NASDAQ down 6 buckaroos. More importantly, let's look at some of the the stories that are shaping things this morning. And there are some stories. Crude oil's sticking right around $48 a barrel. Mm, Not good. Uh, The president says he'll veto the Keystone Pipeline. That comes down to a battle of where are we going to get our oil from, Canada or Latin America, Venezuela? Pipeline, we get it from Canada. No pipeline, we get it from an opponent of ours, politically speaking. Hmm, which would you do? Okay, well, you go, well, we don't need a pipeline. Well, the oil is going to come here in trains, planes, or automobiles then, and that's even dirtier for the environment. So I say just approve it, get some jobs created, and take care of our good Canadian friends. Ah. Uh, with that said, other big stories out there, 35% of workers say they'll quit if they don't get a raise. Well, that's very, very interesting because no one's getting raises right now. So one-third of the workforce is getting ready to quit, it sounds like. December non- non-farm payrolls were released today. The DLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics, came out. And unemployment ticked down from 5.8% to 5.6%. That's a pretty good number. If I could play the Happy Days Are Here Again song, I would play the Happy Days Are Here Again song. But if I could just get Mr. T to say, that's right, I'm good with that as well. That's right, Chuck. Thank you, Mr. T. We're confirming that good, solid labor report number this morning, except for average hourly earnings dropped by two-tenths of a percent. So more Americans are working, but they're working for less buckaroos, doleros, uh, skin. I don't know any other names for money. I'm sure you're probably screaming out 50 to 60 to 100 of them right now. Let's see. Biggest cyber threats. No. Uh, oh, Fed's uh, Evans. This is damn fascinating. Chicago Fed President Charles Evans, also known as Chuckles. That's right. His nickname as a Federal Reserve banker is Chuckles. Anyone named Charles gets a nickname Chuckles. And I'm sure they love it. He's a, a voting member of the Central Bank's Policymaking Committee. He says, I'm going to wait till probably I won't make a move on interest rates till 2016. 2016, before we start changing our short-term lending rates that we have out there, and Apple might as well borrow some more money and buy back some more shares, and might as well, you know, why not? Why not? If money's going to be that cheap, then why not? He pointed out to a five-cent drop in average hourly earnings in the December jobs report, pulling the annualized gain down to 1.7% as somewhat indicative of low inflation pressures that we've been seeing. He thinks we need more accommodation. So Wall Street should be rallying on that, except for the fact that Wall Street had a big rally yesterday. Mr. Tony Mendez, com. Morning, Rob. You have to love these two numbers that came out, or these two pieces of stories. Jobs being created, as a person who wins money to people buying homes, jobs being created means people will leave their mom and dad's house, people will leave their three-roommate situation and buy a home. But also on top of that, the Federal Reserve saying interest rates are going to stay at where they are through 2016, it uh, means mortgage rates are going to stay where they are through 2016.
4: No, uh, it's it's a lot of good news for people that are tied to those short-term rates like equity lines. Uh, it gives them a chance to uh, hold off on them for a little bit longer and maybe reconsider not refinancing out of that. And you know, it, it's also going to spur a lot more um, renovations. You know, people can take money out of their house and do some more improvements. So, yeah, it means a lot to uh, all sides of the parties. You know, we we just, you know, buyers,
3: everybody that's involved. I think I'm conservative. Like when you said that people take money out to improve their home, I could do that. And yet at the same time, I'm like,
2: no,
4: it's still a loan, you know. It's still a loan. You know, equity lines are, you know, they're definitely something you have to think about. Um, When you take money out of your house, you have to pay it back at a slightly higher rate than your other mortgage, the first mortgage that you have. So some people consider maybe doing first mortgage. Now, recently rates have dropped a little bit. You may consider instead of doing an equity line, you do a total refinance to take cash out. So there's a lot of things to consider, but it gives more options with these rates when they drop like this, Rob. And then we start seeing that we have, you know, we have inflation isn't going to start pushing the Fed towards raising interest rates, although they said in the last meeting in December that they think that they should or they could based on their core inflation numbers. But we don't think they will. We think that they're going to continue being patient and push it out. But it gives people more opportunity as these rates drop to kind of manage that mortgage, so to speak, or manage their debt. I'm with you on that. What I didn't like about the numbers, though, is that we didn't see a lot of rate wage increase. Uh. So, you know, wage increase is something that we need in order to sustain those higher home
3: prices and higher mortgages. The way I put that into different terms is that I need someone to make more money than me. To buy my home from me down the road, um, and maybe that doesn't happen. Like, you know, there was a big price war this week in uh, a hepatitis C drug between Gilead Sciences and AbbVie, and uh, you and I are going to win if we get hepatitis C, because we're going to pay less for the drug, because there's too much competition out there, and it, it's interesting that we're not getting wage inflation. We should be getting more wage inflation than we're getting. Um, now, there is... Inside that economic data that came out today on the jobs report, there is a cost of doing business, and that is going up. So some people think that, yeah, maybe there's a little bit of seasonality towards the lack of wage inflation. I.e., we hired young people to work at Christmas time, <clears throat> but the cost of doing business is is creeping higher, and uh, we'll see. You know, in the coming months, we should see some more wage inflation. Uh, as far as wage inflation goes, if you're a, a fan of real estate, you have to be a fan of what. President Barack Obama said yesterday where he said, I want community college to be free. Now, I want a gold toilet. Can't get everything we want. Isn't that right, Mr. Obama? That's not even funny. Oh, bitter. So free education for those willing to work. That's what President Obama said he would like to see in an announcement in the White House. He posted to Facebook. uh, He proposed making the first two years of community college free. Everyone understands that education is the key to success for our kids in the 21st century. It would require legislation, which could be tough now that the Republicans control both the House and the Senate. If every state participated, the proposal could help 9 million students and save those enrolled full-time an average of $3,800 a year. The program would be modeled after one in Tennessee in which the state covers the cost of community college for students that not already are covered by grants and scholarships. It also requires the student to have a mentor, perform eight hours of community service per term, as well as maintain a 2.0 GPA. Good job, America. Setting your standards at 2.0. We are a good, solid C nation. But uh, with that said, that helps Tony in doing loans, and that helps me in the stock market. See, Tony's world is is, is homes for more, you know, mortgages for homes. My world is the economy, and the economy drives the stock market. So more education equals a, a better, you know, workforce, kind of working towards that middle class. So again, whether you hate President Barack Obama or or, or don't. Whether you think this is socialism, giving people more education, um, I think we're doing a horrible job of putting our children into a very precarious world and very precarious economy by not having more education available and better education through the uh, grade schools. True. That. With that said, you could also go to a four-year school, get a super expensive degree in um, communication and <laughs> learn that there's no money in it. And what were you doing thinking in the first place? Anyhow, um, Paris is still dealing with their hostage situation, and you know the best thing that we all could do, if you want to support uh, Paris and France, is book a vacation, or go buy some bonbons, or support their economy in any way, shape, or form. What you don't want to do is hide in a hole. Big event coming up next Thursday evening in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. It's going to be doing a wealth preservation retirement planning event. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. It's less than a week away. Black, talking money, investing, and more. I do have a big event coming up in less than a week that I'd love to see you at. It's the only time that I actually get to be social with my listeners and viewers. Oh, I was at a restaurant the other day. This was pretty cute. A woman comes up to me. She goes, there's a guy on TV who looks
5: just like you.
3: Like It's crazy how much y'all look
5: alike.
2: Oh my god, no way.
3: And I'm like, um is there any chance it could be me? Oh, she didn't even think that it could possibly be. With that said, wealth management and retirement planning event, January you fifteenth, first event of the year. That's when I actually care. By the end of the year I'm burned out. I'm on cigarettes and strung out on caffeine. Um so Palo Alto Elk's Lodge, Thursday. It's a workshop kind of thing. It's a lot of questions and answers. It's a lot of uh, solving some of the problems that you're going to see in retirement. Trying to reduce your risk in your portfolio. Trying to rebalance your portfolio. Trying to be tax efficient with it. Because once you get to 60-ish, that's it. Your time to accumulate wealth is over. For most people, not a like reverse mortgage specialist. You can still do a reverse mortgage here or there. But you're starting to get to that age where uh, young people want you out of the workforce. Leave. Leave, old man. Um, so Thursday night, Elks Lodge from 630 to 9. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Um, Tony Mendez, com. Good morning, Rob. Host of The Real Estate Report here on KDOW, AM 1220. Thursday Tuesday? nights. Thursday nights. So yeah, so last far. night. How was it? Good show. Yeah. yeah. You had Tony Bruno on, real estate agent. Yeah. You know, we talked to real estate like we always do. And is he incredibly
4: bullish? And You know, it's it's funny. It's one of the things that I started... I'm you know, thinking about is that it's it's slow out there. We, you know, not a lot of inventory. Sales are very slow. In fact, uh, you know, we December was some of the slowest numbers the National Association of Realtors have seen in uh, since like 2008. Okay. We're we're basically back in two, like 2008 levels. Uh, so you know, I asked Tony. I said, What are Realtors doing to drum up business? Are, are we going to start hearing Realtors say, "Is it's a good time to sell?" Because we always hear Realtors say hey, it's always a good time to buy real estate. Right. Are we going to start seeing realtors say it's a good time to sell? And, you know, I think I, I think it is. And I think Tony's on that that, that um, kind of bandwagon that, you know, people got to start thinking that, you know, rates are low right now, yet we still can't see we, – we, we're running out of buyers. Now, we, don't, we haven't run out of buyers. We still have plenty of buyers, but we're not seeing as many multiple offers. So we're kind of seeing that the slowdown of, of the increase in home prices, the, the multiple offers, over asking price, Maybe that is a sign that we're moving towards, you know, the sell-off. Not a sell-off, but more inventory coming this year. So he's more optimistic about this summer. He's actually starting to see, this is the time of the year that realtors start seeing people contacting realtors and say, you know, I'm thinking about listing my house this spring and this summer, and he's already seeing that activity. So this is some good news from what we talked about yesterday.
3: Having just relocated my television station from the middle part of San Francisco um, to north of Market, one of the things that has changed dramatically for me is now my drive is through a lot more of the city, through five miles of the city versus through one mile of the city. I'm stunned at how many apartment buildings are going up. I'm stunned that the uh, Transamerica building can't be seen anymore. Yeah. You know, it once was a, a part of the horizon. Now it's it's been built around. It's a different skyline now, isn't it? It's a very different skyline. And it's it's apartments, micro apartments, which is... Yep which is probably the biggest nightmare for real estate prices because you fit a lot of people into a, a tall building. So
4: there's a lot of what they call build-ins right now. They're or fill-ins. Um, they're taking lots and squeezing in uh, units. Uh, and there's they're doing projects here in in uh, Fremont for example. There's doing one in Alameda where they you know they built a nice market with a with a Target and a and a Safeway and right next door they're going to build not single they they don't look like single family homes they are, but they're all Bunched together, so they're they're taking these these lots and they're cramming as mu- many people as they can in these in these units based on the, you know the codes and you know the height limits and so on. So I, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of that in the Bay Area um, since there's very little land that you can build large single family lots. They're going to
3: start squeezing them in now. So the economic outlook for housing, let's see, you gave me a report today. Um, existing that, home sales expected to go up 7.4 percent. This is the National Association of Realtors' NAR expectations
4: for 2015. Okay. Existing home sales up 7.4%. Uh, median home price up 4%. But new home sales up 37%. I don't think we're going to see that in the Bay Area. Kind of going back to what we were just talking about, there's just not enough land. But I think we're going to see it nationally, which is good news for the average American. The average home price, what do you think it is, Rob? Median home price. In America? Yeah. 273 Three. It's, uh, it's right around two hundred. It's one ninety nine, okay. some change. So, but there's a lot more land elsewhere. So they're they're. This is the the attraction. FHA just announced that they're going to lower their mortgage premiums to start helping these buyers get into homes. Uh, but they still think that you know their expectations uh, for first time home buyers are still going to be constrained. So uh, we are going to see, start seeing some more activity this year. But I still think it's going to be slow. Don't you?
3: On your show, it, it depends on what market you're in. Yeah. So is what it comes down to me. But um, on your show, you should play the song, This Land is Your Land. This land is my land. That would be cute for a real estate show to have a song about real estate in it. Or you can play it on your show. (laughs) No, there's no chance. (laughs) I think somebody behind me is probably pulling it up right now. No, no, no. It's too lame of a song. (laughs) I'm trying to fish and get you to bite on a lame song because there's a couple real estate shows on the station and mortgage shows. And some of them have the God most awful music I've ever heard in my life. There's one where his his wife picked the song and he, he probably talks about it. And it's like, ah. It's like a Slade and Dion song. And it's just awful. Which to me, that sounds more like the, the women in Star Trek. Wasn't there a, a siren where they're like, ah. You know, my mother says I've got a good singing voice. <laughs> Just see you no, know, just saying and as such.
1: Space. Final frontier.
3: It's done by Sean Conner. Space Oh, I miss these days. Um okay, so potential speed bumps in the world of real estate. So like this. This this is any anytime you have potential speed bumps, it tells you like, hey, here's what could go wrong. And same thing on Wall Street. You have to have that. Here's what could go wrong. Maybe I'm doing an event up Thursday. I'll tell yeah, class. I'll be there. You'll be there. Yeah. People can meet Tony Mendez. So The Tony Mendez. The Tony Mendez. And um, a lot of people don't know this, but you're actually a, a human piñata. <laughs> if people bring a waffle bat and hit you, candy comes out of your pockets. Oh, my gosh. No, no. Coins, maybe. Coins. Jing, jing. Little Mario coins. Ding, ding. Well, how many Mario coins do you have to get to get a life? I I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever played it. Is it ninety nine, a thousand, one hundred, or none of the above? Say one hundred. One hundred, right? Ding 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 ding. <laughs> so the mortgage rates rising could be a potential speed bump for real estate. Could and be. We don't really, I, See, see when when the, when the, now, now f- what's interesting about that, Rob, is you're looking at the. Hold on, wait, wait. I want to say this first. Okay, you can go. This is from the... No, 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 no. Chuck Evans is from the Federal Reserve saying t- interest rates are going to stay low. So there's no reason mortgage rates should go higher. There's, there would be a massive disconnect if that happened. Except those are short-term rates. These are mortgage rates. Yeah, we're not seeing the steepening of the long-term curve.
4: We aren't. In fact, the 30-year, the 30-year bond just yield is dropping faster than they've ever seen it in history. So,
3: yeah, we're seeing... We could see low interest rates for a period of time. So housing has a check plus there for potential of going up higher. About mortgage accessibility remains tight. Didn't it, uh, President Obama just promise to give away mortgages to anyone? Um, he, he was promising to tr- to set up a program for
4: that would meet anybody's criteria. Okay, okay. But what it really comes down to it is lower is the
3: premiums on mortgage FHA
4: insurance. mortgage premiums coming. I mean, th- he's there, there are some programs they're trying to loosen guidelines. Ultimately, um, you know, we're out of out of this mortgage crisis and the fallout is going to be, uh, you know, lenders loosening guidelines, but but. We, the farther you get away from Fannie Mae Freddie Mac and FHA the standard good rate products A paper products the higher your rate's going to be so what you're seeing is a lot of lenders that are loosening their guidelines saying okay we're going to do stated income or we're going to do this other type of product that's going to allow you to qualify when you wouldn't qualify for Fannie Mae you're going to see higher rates so we're going to see more private lending getting getting in. So why are you looking at me like that cuz i'm 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 fascinated with what you're, you're fascinated saying.
3: I almost fall asleep <laughs> Mortgage accessibility is going to... See, to me, here's how you do a radio show. Mortgage accessibility remains tight. That is, as a Catholic schoolgirl, is to tender. So if you want things to be really loose, you go after tender. Because you're going to score big time with no standards there. But not so easy with tight standards, which means, you know, less scoring, which if you're going to score more, you want to go after tender or looser rates. But then again, it's going to get sloppy and you're going to get some crazy chicks hunting you down from tender. But you don't necessarily get that from the Catholic schoolgirl. Are you with me? I'm with you. Yeah. Just so you know, that's how you do a radio show versus the FHA is going to start tightening rates and President Barack Obama is stepping in trying to make it more accessible. Okay, first time home buyers constrained. That's a potential speed bump. That feels about right because prices have got jacked up. You know that girl I was talking about who spent 10 years trying to buy a house, and then she finally bit the bullet and bought a house, and it went up like $100,000 in value? She's now trying to buy a step-up market, and she's moaning about it. Like, haven't you already learned the lesson? Anyway, lock-in effective low interest rates. That's a speed bump? People have locked in low
4: interest rates, and they may feel like they don't want to move.
3: Okay. That's kind of fair with me. Yeah. That's, that's me that sums my life up for good you can find me online at robblack.com that's robblack.com big event coming up Thursday in Palo Alto you can sign up for it at robblack.com
2: Jimmy, oh, man, Jimmy is soon to die, soon to die. ashes float up to the sky old oh, man, Jimmy oh, man Jimmy. Is soon, to soon to die maggots call
3: tried to find my, my email, and it's at portal.microsoft.365.com, and I get a bing, because I don't know the link, and I type in PLR. and I'm at a work computer. Here's the research, the searches that came out, portal.office365. Okay, that's good. Oh, and then porn.hub comes up. <laughs> I wonder who's been using this computer. Ben? <laughs> <laughs> Wow! A dirty horish mouth you have. I do have a dirty whorish mouth, or someone here at this office does. Um, with that said, Tony Mendez, Bay dot It's Source dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce. Here's your tip of the day, brought to you by NBCs. Would it work? Don't surf for porn. Thank you, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLandSource dot Rob. Hey, Rob. Um, porn short for pornography. Did you know that? I did. Just throwing it up there. I've got a big brain. I play lots of games of trivia.
4: It's also some other radio show hosts that use that computer.
3: I wonder who that could be. I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to get fired. No. Nor I do. <laughs> Are you implying it's your boss? No. 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 I'm not implying anything. Is that what you're implying? No. Is it an assumption? Do you know the difference between an implication and an assumption? Tell me. I, I, It's been a while. so. Or a deduction. I remember in high school, that you had, we had to learn the difference between assumption and deduction, two other ones that I forgot. But I do know that the difference between deduction and assuming. Just so you know. Okay, so you were saying something kind of interesting during the commercial work. Tony Mendez, Bay Area If you need a loan, he's done three or four for me. A couple of refinances in there as well. Um, he gets the job done. He's very efficient, very timely, and very thorough as far as your options go, which is a big part of uh, the mortgage process at this point in time because 15-year rates, you know, a month ago, two months ago, looked a lot better than 30-year rates. Now, this month, 30-year rates look a lot better than 15-year rates as far as historical um, or you know, uh, well, the dramatic effect of them—they it, it, do change on occasion. And I like going over options, and, and the reason
4: that it—it's easy for me to do is well, I'm, I'm a numbers guy. But I'm a numbers. But, guy. I'm a numbers guy. I bet that scores <laughs> well with the chicks. <laughs> it, it, it does. Um, hey, I guess your age. I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> That's a little too creepy. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there was a report that came out that uh, under uh, underwater homes. Homes that have negative equity has decreased by 16% in, uh, ending the third quarter of 2014. So we're, you, more homes are gaining equity. Um, and then there's what they call under-equity properties that are any anyone, any home that has less than 20% equity. So you add that all together, you have about 50 million homes. And it's getting a lot better, Rob. The okay. uh, Bay Area average is about 7.3 underwater. So we've we've increased the amount of equity in the United States, but we are still have a large majority of homes that are under-equity, those, those with less than 20%. A, 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 a typical scenario would be, well, what am I going to – how can I refinance any of these low rates? Rates just dropped. What do I do? Well, n- not everybody's going to give the right options. There's – most options are going to be like, hey, well, you can do an FHA loan all, all the way to 97% of your value. Oh, mm-hmm. but I end up with mortgage insurance. Well, you can do a Fannie Mae loan. You can do 95% with mortgage insurance. Or you can do a 90% loan with mortgage insurance. Um, or you can lender paid mortgage insurance. A lot, l- a lot of lenders don't actually go over these options with people. So that's why it's important that you you don't look just at that one offer just because it gives you the lowest interest rate. It may not work in your short-term and long-term. I just did a a product with a client where we actually put him back in mortgage insurance because he's using his new value and his mortgage insurance will drop off sooner. And instead of doing what they call lender-paid mortgage insurance, where his rate would be higher, but he never had to pay it. So um, there's so many options out there. And it's not just that, Rob. You talked about the 15-year, 30%, 33% at least according to Freddie Mac, of refinances today that they get are going into shorter-term loans, like a 20 or 15. So a lot of people are saying, I like that 3% price. Right now, the 15 years at 3.03, according to Freddie Mac. And 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 if you're at 4.5% on a 30-year and you've been there for 3, 4, 7 years, 8 years, 9 years, you can change it to a 15-year and knock off tons of interest by simply – and, and it's, it's a way for you to to say, I want to pay off my mortgage sooner, but I don't want to pay off my mortgage. I want to pay less interest. Uh and, and it's a tool. So a lot of – low rates right now are creating opportunities for people to do these types of, of um, management. But we were talking about HOAs, and earlier we were talking about how in the Bay Area we're, we're moving towards building more condo complexes and, and squeezing more properties into these small pieces of, of land. Um, it's estimated that 80 percent of new construction is now governed by an HOA or a condo association. And, and, and I know your stance on condos. They're, but they're great entry types of properties. Can and, and they, <clears throat> but they can, can be. They can also
3: be traps. They can also age poorly. They also come with hidden fees.
4: They, they do. And, and something that a lot of people don't know is that their HOA association, uh, their homeowner association can foreclose on you if you fall behind on your HOA dues. So there's something that is called a super lien. Uh, and you have to be really careful getting into these properties and sometimes they're actually harder to qualify for because if you're using FHA and that property is not approved by FHA then you end up you know putting an offer on a property getting accepted but not approved by by the lender and you can you know waste time and waste money but um you know it's good to see that uh we are still bidding properties
3: in the area that are convenient to people the reason i don't like and you probably can pull up statistics on this or you probably have emails sent to your I'm a numbers finances. guy don't forget the reason i don't like um townhouses and condos is because they take longer to sell, and there's fewer people who want them, and the people who want them typically don't have the income of the people who are single families, all things considered, across the United States. I think you, I, I would argue with you about that here in the Bay Area. Okay. And I said across the United States. Yeah, but I would I just,
4: argue about that here in the I'm not going to. I'm
3: not going to argue with you because it's a luxury area, and of course there's yeah. demand for housing here. So let's do the same thing in Hawaii. You know, people just want in those markets because that's what they can afford. But I bet you I could sell my house faster than someone could sell their townhouse in San Francisco. Just saying. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblack.com. Big event coming up Thursday in Palo Alto, the Elks Club. It's retirement planning and wealth preservation event. Sign up at robblack.com. i Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Got a big event coming up this Thursday, the 15th of January at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. It's going to be a wealth preservation, retirement planning event. Tell friends, come on out. Reduce risk with diversification. Some estate planning tips so that the money that you earned in your life will stay in your family's you know, pockets, so to speak, or your charities. Uh, bond alternatives especially in a super low interest rate environment. Rebalance your portfolio, tax-efficient investing, stocks that I like, the economy. All topics will be hit as best we can. CFP Chad Burton will help run the event. You can sign up at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. That's this Friday. No, it's next Thursday. What am I thinking? The fi- Thursday the 15th. Um, so take a look at some headline news out there. Obama wants community college to be free. There's a program that can be modeled after um, in Tennessee. Uh, If you're not covered by a grant or a scholarship, you have to do eight hours of community service per term. That seems a little light. seems definitely a little light, but let's not make it too prohibitive for people. But I like the idea. You know, $3,800 a year. um, If every state participated, the program will help 9 million students. And the more educated we get our workforce, the better. Our workforce could accomplish things. Uh, what's interesting to note about this <clears throat> is the advertisement right next to it on someone flipping Vegas. Come to a free live event so you can learn how to flip houses. Uh, good luck with that. Tony Mendez, com is with me today. Good morning, Rob. How are you? good. Good. So, is your website still working? It is.
4: Uh, it's uh, it's just being routed to a secondary site right now, okay. just temporarily.
3: Do you have an app yet? No, I don't. I will. You will. Yeah. You're making an app. Yeah. Free time, spare time. Free <laughs> time. This weekend? What are you doing? No, it's not being. This, it's not this weekend. It's on my list of things to do. 2015. Okay. The mortgages are. Oh yeah. Uh, that amazes me because rates have been so low for such a long time now. What's it been two, three years? Yeah. You know, the three and a half, to four and a half percent range. Yeah even going back to June
4: 2013 uh, up to June two thousand thirteen we had those super low rates in the in the mid threes and guess where they are today? They're three point seven three percent on a thirty year fixed coin in Freddie Mac. Uh, that's their weekly survey. they just came out yesterday uh, yeah Wednesday. So rates are kind of you know leveling off again in that range. We don't know how long they're gonna last. So a lot of people are saying, you know okay, I'm in an arm. I want to fix that interest rate, in. Um, I want to take some cash out now and pay off that, that equity line that I had. Or they want to do some renovations on their property and take uh, take the uh, money out. Or they're going to a, a shorter-term rate. I mean, the, the rate for 15-year right now is right around 3%, according to Freddie Mac. So there's some activity in that respect. You know, the purchases are a little bit slow. The pre-approvals are, are still there. Uh, you know, we, a typical company or like ours will sit around with, you know, at least 10, 15 pre-approvals, and these people are walking around looking for properties at any point in time. Uh, but there's just not a ton of properties in that are on on the market right now. We were talking uh, with a realtor last night. He said there were 18 homes in, um, in one city. I, I think he said uh, Hayward or uh, Mountain View, not Mountain View, uh, r- right over here. I, I can't remember the city, but th- there's not a lot. I mean, I, I remember San Mateo at one point only had 80, the county. At 82 homes that, that fit like the over 500,000 single-family, so it's just limited inventory right now. Uh, so purchases are a little bit scarce, but you know, scarce. But we scarce, scarce. Arr.
3: That's how the French say it. Uh, but we're we optimistic about 2015. Okay. When you say we, who is we? You and who? We in the industry. Okay. We just, just
1: make sure. all all
4: those millions of people that I talk to every day.
3: Millions of people. <laughs> If I've told you once, I've told you a million times not to exaggerate. I still love that one. That one still makes me smile. So, um, I guess changing gears a little bit. Uh, Thinking about the stock market, it's been a crazy, crazy uh, start of the year. Lots of sell-offs, lots of rebound. Still, the market was up 10% last year, 30% the year before. It's been a pretty sweet place. With the drama aside, you know. Stocks are having a pretty normal decade, all things considered. Returns from U.S. stocks over the past ten years are approaching the long-term average of about 10%, even after suffering a devastating collapse in the middle. So, congratulations for those people who bought when the markets were down. That's the way you're supposed to do it. S- same with the real estate. Uh, best time to buy real estate in the last, you know, 20 years was when you know there was a crash in 2006 and real estate prices. Yep, I call it the big reshuffling. You call it the bigger suffering? Yep. You sure we don't call it the bigger suffering? It's you? I, I call it. Okay. Not the, not the, the other millions of
4: Okay. Yeah.
3: Just checking. All right, a buddy. lot of
4: people when they, they, they had the opportunity, number one, uh, buy inexpensive or cheaper properties. Okay. Um and upgrade. Uh and then that left a lot of, of entry homes for a lot of people who were trying to get into the market for a while and and it, it spanned for about two three, two and a half years, Rob where, you know, from 2010 to mid-2012, where there was opportunities for people to get in. And, and then it just, you know, spiraled out of control uh, upwards again to where we are today. Uh, and a lot of people felt like they were left high and dry. You know, what's interesting, Rob, is that we don't we don't have a lot of vacant properties in the United States, but our home ownership rate is down about 5%. So a lot of those properties went into investment properties. So investors were – very active over that period of time. So if if you're talking about investors getting into these properties at, at cheap prices, they were very, very active. And it was not just people here, you know, local. It, it was a lot of foreign investors, and we still, in fact, have a large presence of foreign investors in, in the Bay Area and, and the United States, especially in places like the Bay Area. The, the rents are so attractive, Rob. I mean, how can you – the National Association, they think it's going at 4%. San Jose is the the most expensive place in the United States to rent. So you're – in San Francisco and Oakland is starting to pop up on charts. And they're in the top 10 as far as um, increases – percentage increase on a year, yearly basis. Uh, investors are really, really sitting nice with – they bought properties cheap, and they're getting good rents now. And their values have gone up. Yeah. So they're, they're – so – they're, they're torn whether or not to continue, keep getting these good rate of returns on their investment, or selling the properties, which doesn't leave much many options for you know t- for somebody to say, well, I think there's going to be a sell-off of investors, and I don't think there are. Right. I don't think there's going to be at all. Why would you sell your investment property if you're making the most money you've ever made on a property that you bought for an ex- a, a cheaper price? Because I want to do
3: something with that money, like buy a boat.
4: Yeah, but how many, how many investors
3: that professionally – Or let's just say get a lot of ones and make it rain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I don't you know. want to roll
4: around in, your, on, on the, uh, in money or something, whatever you want to do. But uh, I think the majority of the investors that are in properties right now – and I think I'm going to start lumping in regular homeowners that did the same thing. They're they're sitting on low interest rates. Remember you saw that thing you asked me, what, lock in low yeah. interest rate? That's what it means. People locked in a good house. At a good price, at a low interest rate, I think we're looking at a long-term type of situation where we're in now where low inventory is going to be prevalent.
3: I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find Tony Mendez at bayarealonesource.com. You can find me at robblack.com. You can meet both of us at a wealth preservation and retirement planning event next Thursday at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge from 630 to 9. It's the 15th of the month. You can sign up at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Around Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. I'll put a challenge out there. Let's see if I can get a call this segment. Otherwise, I'm going to play pit bull going to break. Fair, and I may even have to tease you with a little pit bull. Who? Maybe the phone number. Um, get the microphone more straight to your face. There you go. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Yeah. So no calls this segment. I'm going to play Pitbull bull nonstop. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, you know, the big story of the day was the jobs numbers. The job numbers are um, very helpful to just about everything. If there's one piece of economic data that I would look at and only one, it would be the first Friday of the month jobs report. And we saw unemployment tick down again. So... We're pleased with that because that helps the housing market. That helps the stock market. That helps the economy. That helps people sit in retirement. It's all good. It's all good. Um, 35% of workers say they'll quit if they don't get a raise. Now, what's interesting about that is when the employment number came out today, there was no wage inflation. And that's the bad part about it. Employees under the age of 35 and employees making less than 50000 nearly 35% of them um, said that they'd quit. They'll look elsewhere for a job, but they don't get a pay hike as with 31% who make over 100000 I get that. Wanting to make more next year than you did this year, and typically that happens, and that's one of the most magical things about a mortgage, is when you first get into your mortgage, you and your honey, you're young, and you... Put a coin in the jar every time you make whoopee. I don't know what that means. But you're young and that's what you do. And you know, you're struggling, you know. You're not making a lot of money. You're young. You have the mortgage thirty more years, twenty nine years, and you've hopefully got a little bit of a raise. Twenty eight years left to go you. Hopefully got another little bit of a raise. And suddenly that mortgage payment gets a little bit easier, and suddenly it's a mortgage payment that's a little bit easier and you're going to Hawaii. And then it's a little bit easier and it doesn't readjust for inflation. So you're $3,000 payment or $2,000 payment is $3,000 um, and 27 years from now, and that, that'll that be like nothing. So I saw yesterday the, the value of a dollar, um, purchasing power of a dollar, is, you know, it loses a lot of its value. So if you go back 100 years, you know, a dollar would basically, if you had 5 cents, it'd buy you worth a dollar worth of stuff today. So 5 cents back then, dollar today. And again, that's going to be, you know, depending on if you're buying food, if you're buying TVs and other issues along those lines as well. But Mr. Mendez, Tony Mendez, Bay Area still haven't got a caller. Do we have Pitbull queued up? We're going to party tonight. I'm going to lose my mind tonight partying. So with that being said, we need a caller, 800-516-1220. What would you do to not play Pitbull? What would I do? Yeah. Practically anything. Pretty much so. <laughs> yeah. Artist or not an artist? Oh, uh, no. Not an artist. No. Anyway, um, how is the um, mortgage market? You've seen a lot of applications, first-time applications, refis, uh, taking money out. Is there any mind over matter?
4: I'm, we're pretty much seeing everything across the board. Uh, you know, when, when interest rates are where they are and where they've been over the last several years, a lot of people have, it opens up opportunities. Now, when you have equity moving up as well, uh, you know, investors are coming and saying, "Hey, you know, I need to get get a, out of either out of this property or find a way to refinance it and and uh, turn this cash flow positive instead of negative." And you know, you'd be surprised how many people I still run across that own negative rental properties, negative cash flow
3: properties. That's that's it, the saddest thing I've ever heard, and it's pretty common. Like, I would get emails from people that were like, "Yeah, I own a property and I'm losing about three hundred dollars a month. Tenant pays, you know, twelve hundred. It's a fifteen hundred dollar mortgage. They're, I'm like, that's four thousand dollars a year almost. That's yeah. you know, that's double what you need to fund your you know your retirement accounts. Yeah, if you're just doing the bare minimum of retirement accounts, and you should never do just the bare minimum. But I'm stunned, but people lose money on.
4: Yeah, um, and it and you know if you were to. Turn that into – use the same kind of calculations on a rental property – on that rental property as you would on a commercial property where you're looking at rent multipliers and so on. It it just doesn't make any sense. A lot of people probably should have sold their properties many years ago, but they held on them, and values – they were hoping values came up. You know, rents have come up. That's the only really shining moment there, but not much else.
3: Let's go to a phone call. Saul in San Ramon or San Ramon.
5: How you doing, Rob? Good, sir. How are you? I'm all right. You know, I love people. You can play him if you want, you know. I'll still listen to you, listen to you whether you play Pitbull or not.
3: Okay, please explain to me, what's the phenomenon? Like With
5: what... with, with Pitbull? Yeah. Um, I think, um, first of all, women love him. For some strange reason or another, women love him. He's not the tallest guy in the world. Okay. So, but women love something maybe about his eyes. He's uh, Cuban American, you know, the Latin
2: yeah. kind
5: of side of him. Me personally, I'm Hispanic. Uh, I like him because he pulls up other Hispanics. So um, that's the way I, I look at it. And his music's pretty good. You know, he's kind of a little bit, kind of crossed over a little bit more mainstream now, but he's good. If you watch Spanish TV, he's literally on every other commercial. So.
3: Okay. Here's the problem that I have with him you can tell me if it's fair or not. Every song features, we're going to party, or party, or let's party, <laughs> party, party, party. Uh, uh.
5: Uh, but The problem is if you speak Spanish or you understand Spanish, he actually says a lot of bad things in Spanish and is being played over the airwaves. That's the part that I don't get. Hmm. That's the one part I just do not get because uh, he's uh, he's talking pretty nasty in Spanish. So.
3: Well, thanks for explaining the phenomenon to me, Saul. And you and I could agree to disagree only because... I'm older than you. Um, with that said, do you any questions? Any thoughts? Any anything going well, this weekend?
5: I emailed you uh, right before uh, right before Christmas. I think you were about to end, and it was with regards to KO. Um, the only reason I really wanted to know uh, about KO is because I actually, currently I work for the company. I've been there for for 18 years, and my 401k contribution, I mean 401k match, employee match, is all KO stock, and oh. you can't fluctuate with any of that. You can't mess with that money. That money, actually, I guess, can only be, it's put in only at, at KO and that money can only stay at KO, where my contribution, I guess I can um, diversify it the way I'd like. So, and like you said in, in with re, the with response is, you know, people are starting to pull away from drinking soda, you know. So, I was kind of, you know, just wanted to get your outlook on, you know, the future of the stock, per se, because, you know, I'm invested with the company.
3: Sure. Stock's at an all-time high right now. That's worthy of note. Now, it was at these levels back in 1994, so it's taken a while for it to get back to its all-time high. I like the company, for sure, and it's like a lot like cigarettes. It's not going to be something that we lose overnight. They also sell water and lots of it. They also sell juice and lots of it. And, uh, I'd like to see them acquire Monster. Um, and continue to use their amazing cash flow to buy a competition. You probably heard that they're going to cut 1,600 employees recently, and thanks for the call. And I did quick math on 1,600 employees at $56,000 a year, which is an average salary in America. That's a billion dollars. They're going to save a billion dollars next year just because they fired 1,600 people. Um, Now, again, will they lose some productivity? Will they lose some sales contracts? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, here's how powerful Disney is, and I, I, I like Coke for the long-term patient investor. It's not sexy, and it's probably not a market beater, but it's also not going to get you into a lot of trouble. So I'd sell it on a regular basis and re, re- your portfolio. Um, Disney's so powerful at their theme parks, they get the Coke for free because they want Coke wants the kids drinking the sugary drinks, getting addicted to them, and so Disney sells their Coke for ten bucks pop. all that's all profit because they get their coke for free. That's why I love Disney. Disney's probably the most evil company in the world and yet they're perceived as the most family, wholesome, lovely family in the world. uh, Company in the world. So you'll learn this. Disney has a thing with, um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but moms die a lot. Walt Disney doesn't like moms. So Walt Disney was anti-mom. Bambi got shot. Nemo's mom got eaten or taken or something. Like, very common. Um, that mom's dying Disney films. Just, just so you know. Walt well, Disney hates women. Or moms. I guess he doesn't necessarily hate women, but he hates moms. And these opinions are mine and mine only. Just, you know, they do not reflect my boss in any way, shape, or form. Or the advertisers. Or your guest. Do you, are you pro-killing moms? I'm pro-moms. Are you pro-killing moms?
4: Like no, I'm not pro Pro-killing.
3: Go on the record. I'm on the record. Um, okay, so any fun things come into the world of mortgages?
4: When has a mortgage been fun? Well, I mean, it's got Obama's, death in the name.
3: Obama said that uh, he's loosening the PMI or lowering the PMI requirements. Or How does he do that? Like, how, um, what gives him well, they, the look, they look at FHA, and they, they've been pretty darn profitable for
4: the last several years. Uh, you know, the mortgage insurance going up. Basically, was saying we we need to be able to sell this this security uh, at a better uh, credit rating, and we need to satisfy our investors. Now that they're profitable, they can lower that down. So I I, I think it's a, a good move. It's and it
3: it works monetarily and and it works with the first time home buyers. So you can find Tony if you need a loan or a refi at source dot com. You can come out and meet myself and Tony Mendez. Thursday evening, the 15th of this month, so less than a week away, for a mortgage, a little bit, some... grief, I was just giving pitbull. Everyone's got to burn brighter. Ugh. Ugh. So Starbucks operating chief has taken a leave. Literally a coffee break. Hmm. That one didn't fly over well. <clears throat> um, t- 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 let's see some big stories out there. Oil price drop is taking the shine off steel centers. You're gonna see a lowering of manufacturing in the United States. ESPN has to be the biggest winner of the college football playoffs. The two playoff games last week were the highest rated cable programs ever. Like just like that, ESPN you know and Disney struck a, a coup of a deal. Um, they say there's no chance that they go to eight games, the players and coaches, as far as the playoff goes, the money will the money could make it happen. But the players and coaches don't want it to happen because of how many students get hurt and how many scholarships they'd have to have to fill a healthy team. That's interesting of note. Google's taking steps to move into selling auto insurance in several U.S. states, possibly using a new comparison shopping site where visitors would be able to select auto policies under it and by others. Eh, that's kind of interesting. We knew that they picked up like an airplane ticketing company a couple years back. Now you're starting to see how this stuff's slowly getting folded into their business. Um Google stock looks pretty interesting if you think they're going to be around. A lot of people think the world has moved to apps. Apple could kick Google off their search. So where would they be then? Well, they'd still have all those Samsung phones, but I think we all know Samsung phones are for losers. So you have to be pretty ghetto to be carrying around a Samsung phone. Tony, what type of phone are you carrying around? LG. Is that Samsung? No. No. You have a Samsung phone, right? I did. Okay. Oh, so you stepped out of the ghetto. I, I did. Good for you. Um, tch, 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 let's see what else is there. Uh, rates. Uh, Chuck Evans, Charles Evans from the Fed Reserve today said, and he's a voting member in 2015, he sees no rush to raise interest rates in 2015. So he said 2016 looks more like the time that he's going to be doing it. That should keep uh, mortgage rates low for a year. You know, not guaranteed, but... Certainly a nice feeling. Uh, the ten-year Treasury is hovering around that two percent, and uh, a lot of mortgages get pegged. Start the you know cost of money off that number. Um, yeah, the ten-year Treasury is under two percent today. Yeah, one point nine five. Amazing. Yeah, and well, that, that tells you there's a lot of economic peril and strife and fear out there.
4: Well, you
3: have the the the, the yields right now across the world
4: are pretty darn low. Japan's just bouncing off their all-time lows. Uh, Germany's like 0. 0.45. I mean, it's crazy how low it is. But what that means for for most people out there's yeah, rates will stay low, but it also means that if you're in an arm, you may or may not want to consider refinancing because those those low rate or the 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 rate that you're tied to is that that index and those indexes are pretty low. The the one year LIBOR for example, which is what most people are tied to, it's it's below one percent, and if you have a margin of two and a quarter, you're sitting at three and a quarter, and an adjustable rate. And and why would you refinance into a rate that's slightly higher than that if you think that rates are going to continue like this longer? So it's 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 making people think twice, and it's it's a double-edged sword. It make it, it rates thirty-year fixed rates are low, so why not refinance into that now? But your arm rate's going to stay a little longer, and then rates will eventually go up. So it might make people think that they need to stay in it longer. So you really got to play with the numbers. It's kind of confusing times right now, Rob, on
3: what people should do. Yeah, and, you know, my personal experience right now is I'm, I'm looking for an investment property in, like, Portland, an area that it's not massively out of control, but there still continues to be an influx of people and businesses there. Mm-hmm. Cheaper costs of doing business there, and a lot of people in the Bay Area or getting to the point where, you know, uh, I was talking to a dad yesterday who was like, it's so, it was actually a mom. She, uh, she basically said, it's so expensive here. I want to move to Austin. And then her husband laughed at her and was like, what's in Austin? And I'm like, music and food and, well, there's that. So,
1: um, cheap so house living?
3: Portland. Yep. So that's why I'm thinking Portland. Yeah. Um, uh, because it's a little more like the Bay Area as far as, um, culture kind of goes, and more skiing, which people like. So um, ISIS, you know, the terrorist group, they recently came out and said they're recruiting they want doctors and accountants and engineers, and basically, you know, what that means is that they still don't want liberal arts majors. So even in the United States, we don't want liberal arts majors, and terrorist organizations around the world don't want liberal arts majors. So that kind of tells you that if your kids are becoming a liberal arts major, that it's going to be a tough job market out there. So just just say it. So the job numbers looked pretty good today. That should help you as unemployment continues to tick lower and lower and lower. It does. So um, that'll help you in large part because people will be able to, you know, at do some it. point in time get some wage inflation going. But even more importantly, um, if you have a job, people, you know, want to move away from mom and dad and maybe they'll rent so you'll be able to do a mortgage on an investment property. Um Things along this
4: line. Uh, it, What's interesting about that, Rob, is that the, the you know, we, we usually, we get these national numbers and, and, you know, we live in this little micro environment here, this economy for the Bay Area just kind of, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to compare national numbers to what's going on in the Bay Area. Um, the San Jose or the South Bay uh, was one of the largest recruiters of over $100,000 over $100, salary jobs uh, in 2014. Um, And you can't say that for most of the United States. Uh, We also have, uh, you know, the low inventory with an abundance of buyers right now. So as far as real estate is concerned, even if we did see a fluctuation in the amount of jobs that are nationally, if they're going up or down, we're still doing pretty good here, Rob. And that's the way we continue looking at it, and that's why real estate is going to continue staying strong here. It's
3: interesting to note that unemployment fell to a 5.6% level. That's a a six-and-a-half-year low. And that should, again, help the economy, help the stock market, help housing. It's a good number. We'd like to see a little more wage inflation, and we don't have it. You can find Tony Mendez at bayareallonesource.com. That's bayareallonesource.com. You can come meet myself, CFP Chad Burton, Tony Mendez, at a Wealth Management Retirement Planning Event Thursday. In Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge Hotel, sign up at robblack.com.
0: Opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor
1: before making any investment or financial planning decision.